smell like today. Do <laughs> you know what my off. favorite part of Science Live is? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Why well, I roll off the stage and I let you do it all by yourself? <laughs> it's so realistic. So oh. I understand that you have a new pair of Smarty Pants. Who told? John? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, they expand when I run? You, yeah, and, and it charges us <laughs> it up. It charges it? You know, um, a string that's a battery. Uh-huh. What an introduction for an opportunity to all inventioneers. Because that is a technology that is coming to reality. And, you know, scientists are inventing and discovering things about nature and science every day. But it's the inventioneers that take those discoveries. It's inventioneers that have mastered the science of putting science to work. Mm -hmm. And so here's a new thing, a string that stores power. What could you do with it? What, what could you do with that? I could be the all-day Energizer Bunny. <laughs> and yeah. just keep going and going and going. Yeah, you could do, sh show us how you do that. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Actually, I'd have to get up and dance, but that's not allowed on here, so I'm not going to do that. No, I, I want to be a little bit sincere here. Um, 200 years, almost exactly, excuse me, can I correct my number? I think so. Thank you. <laughs> 100 years before I was born, almost to the day, Thomas Edison was born. 100 years before me. Thomas Edison did some really, really amazing things. One of the things he did is he mentored a guy, a kid named Bill Lear, who grew up and mentored me. Mm -hmm. And I'm growing up so I can mentor ye. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. It is very exciting. But Thomas Edison did some things that are really amazing. And one of the things he did that I find very fascinating is he learned how to record sound. And to my knowledge, no one had ever made any kind of a device that really could record what someone said until Thomas Edison. And Thomas Edison was a young man that started out uh, as a telegraph operator, no money, and only the tiniest bit of schooling. He only was able to go to school for a very, very short time. And so he had to learn on his own. Uh, learning is very important. Having a desire to learn is absolutely critical if you're going to learn. Knowledge doesn't stick to you unless you want it to. Thomas Edison uh, got a job as a telegraph operator and he opted for the night shift because at the night shift he spent a lot of time just waiting and so he took the opportunity to go through a whole slug of books, and that was his schooling. Now you can learn from books. Books are wonderful. Books contain a lot of knowledge, 
but it's sometimes kind of like pick and shovel digging to get that knowledge out. The Anything that we can do to make it quicker and faster and better to learn is really exciting. So he started out with very, very little knowledge, very little opportunity to go be mentored and taught by teachers in his school, but he wasn't willing to let that stop him, and he went out and dug out his learning the hard way, and he became a very important person in this world, a very important. In fact, they say that he was the greatest inventor of his generation, and I think that's really amazing. I want to come back to his invention in a minute, but it's, it's fascinating that uh, today, uh, Bob, Bob, uh, Tobias will talk about <laughs> compressing audio files so that we could have lots of music on our phones and things, even though we, we didn't want to buy a lot of expensive memory. Uh, in Acellus, uh, we're pulling in knowledge. We're mining knowledge. And we're trying to make Acellus the fastest way to learn that we possibly can. We like to call Acellus a learning accelerator. So if you spend one hour on Acellus, you'll learn one, you'll learn more than if you spend one hour doing anything else. That would be the idea. Teachers are amazing. A teacher is someone that's taking time from using their knowledge to imparting or sharing their knowledge with you. I like to think of teachers as mentors because a mentor is someone that helps you gain knowledge to empower you in your life. Did you want to say something? No, I'm, I'm really Excuse excited. me, guys. We're going to take a time out for just a minute. Uh, Dr. Peje Monet, who's here with us today, has a few things she'd like to say. Thank you. Now, moving on. No. <laughs> did, did, did you have something you wanted to say? I was, I was enthralled listening to you. I well, didn't no you wonder. Stop. This is good. This is good. <laughs> I like the mentors and the teachers. And okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. Right. Oh. <laughs> How'd I do? That was a tease. <laughs> She's telling me that everybody's going to like me if, if I do that. Not <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, you we're, know gonna what? Have, we're gonna have to explain that a little more. But before we do, I need to take a time out because we we've got a mission to accomplish. <laughs> How many of you agree with me that a Cellus learning accelerator is is amazing and it's as fast as it can get? I thought, what if we could put knowledge in our brains faster? Wouldn't that be good? You know, I saw that one program where this person wanted to become a helicopter pilot, so they downloaded it from the computer and she goes, Yep. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where Celis is going to get someday. <laughs> but in the meantime, is there a way we could put the information in a little bit faster? And I thought, what if we went in when these wonderful teachers are filming their Celis courses and we just sit there and went, come on, come on, come on. Kids are learning. Talk faster. Come on. Fast, fast. Be amazing. It would be the something. Teachers would yeah. lose their <laughs> subject. So, if they can compress audio like Tobias says, then we ought to be able to speed it up, shouldn't we? 
Yeah. Let's just kind of speed it up. And I thought that would be really amazing. Did you know I have a video of Dr. Monet teaching social emotional education? And this is a video where we do it at normal speed, and then we speed her up. <laughs> that might be a good. Do you want to see it? You want to see it? Sure. Okay, play. Go for it. Attitude and success. Well, it makes the difference in everything. If you take life on with the attitude of, hey, I've got this, even though you might have some butterflies and some interesting feelings going on inside you, if you say, I've got this, it's going to change how you have it. I've got this. <laughs> Could you hear the difference when You've she got was this. going faster? <laughs> Talk fast. You've got this? Of course you have this. Keep going. <laughs> you can do it. That's awesome. <laughs> So the question, and we're actually doing a, you know, you need to weigh in on this and, and vote. We're having a discussion tonight to determine, to determine whether or not we should offer this feature of accelerating the teacher lesson in a cellist. Now, we have built this feature in, and all we have to do is go click, click, and it turns it on for Cells Academy. And even for power homeschool. So should we do that? And at any point, you can go into the website you're watching from and vote. Yes, we should offer this feature. No, we shouldn't offer it. Now let me tell you, this feature got me in trouble. One of our Cells Academy graduates, who's now a student at IST, talked to me a short time ago and said, wow, I've got a feature on my computer so that I can speed up audio, and it really helps me learn faster. Maybe we should have that feature in Acela. So we created that feature, put it in there, and some of you may have seen it because we put it out a few, a couple weeks ago, yeah. and all of a sudden, a lot of our schools contacted and said, what have you done? Acela is broken. You've got to get rid of that. So turned it off real quick. So right now it's off. But we can turn it back on just for Cells Academy. The teachers were, or, or some of the schools were afraid that if they kept it on, that students would get done before the end of the school year. <laughs> or they wouldn't be able to learn. And it's really an interesting thing. The student, the IST student that told me about this, uh, and it was a guy, he told me that it would be very helpful to him in some of his classes, but in other classes that were a little bit harder or challenging for him, he would play it at normal speed because he needed time for his brain to soak it all up. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we made it so you can control the speed. You can go normal, you can go one and a quarter, or one and a half times normal. And that means that if you go one and a half times, you're gonna be done in about one-third less time. Now, we don't want it to go so fast that you don't get the learning, do we? And, and this is an interesting thing. The human brain is a real interesting, amazing thing. The brain can absorb information 
very, very fast. Uh, when sound travels through the air, it goes almost 700 miles an hour, which they call Mach 1, speed of sound going through air. Light, on the other hand, is much, much faster. And they call that warp speed. Warp 1 is the speed of light, okay? So when a brain is absorbing information, the information they're absorbing is a teacher talking. And people talk at warp 1. No? Yes, they talk about the speed of sound. But the brain can accept information, it, not at, excuse me, they, they talk at the speed of sound, which I said, well, I mean, mock, mock, what can, can we make, delete that, okay? <laughs> but we can learn at the speed of light, and sometimes, if we don't give information fast enough, a person's mind wanders. And we have done a lot of things in the cellus. We kind of watch when people are going along, and then all of a sudden, their mind wanders. So we've got to give it to them faster. And we do a lot of things so that you're being able to learn as fast as you can. And that is a learning accelerator. Well, uh, my opinion is that in subjects that are relatively easy for you, things that you, you're familiar with and you're picking them up real fast, if you speed up the, the lecture, you will get maybe even more retention than if you go at normal speed. However, if you get into a subject that's kind of struggling with, you probably want to keep it at normal. And if you're in a subject like uh, social emotional learning, which is so enjoyable, <laughs> you might even want to slow it down. <laughs> got a, got a bit. I am never going to live that one comment down. I'm just saying, what if, you know? <laughs> so uh, if we do decide as an Acela student body today that we're going to turn this on for, for our classes, then you need to remember that it's something you control. And you've got to sit there and look at it and say, I'm not keeping up with this. So you slow it down again. Or, wow, I can handle this faster, so you turn it up. And yes, you will learn more faster. And the more you learn, the more your ability to learn grows and the more you can do. Okay? Okay. So I want to play this amazing social-emotional demonstration video one more time <laughs> so that we can listen to when she's talking really fast. In that, in that, almost at the end part, she's at one and a half times normal. And I want to see if you can understand it and if you can absorb it at that speed. And that'll help you really be able to determine how you want to vote. Here we go. Attitude and success. Well, it makes the difference in everything. If you take life on with the attitude of, hey, I've got this, even though you might have some butterflies and some interesting feelings going on inside you, if you say, I've got this, it's going to change how you have it. Boy, it gets better every time. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. So when it was at one and a quarter, it was pretty easy to understand, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. At one and a half, it was a little more challenging. But I could still understand it real well. I think in this case, I would watch this class at normal. And the reason I would is because there is so much processing that we have to do as we sort out these emotional issues, these social issues that change our life. So it's not a matter of you just grabbing the little nuggets of knowledge. It's a matter of letting it massage your heart and change it. I'm going to do a lesson on that. Massaging your heart. I'm already to doing it. I like that. <clears throat> <clears throat> I am. <laughs> okay, so that reminds me of Thomas Edison. You know this whole thing. This that's an that's from Thomas Edison. Yeah, and actually, she doesn't think I do it very well. She actually told me she really likes it. So there was this documentary about Thomas Edison, and uh, one day he's riding in a car, and they're filming yeah. him, and he does a real cute thing. It's, he does. I really, really liked darling. it. His cute smile. She says, oh, man, you ought to do that. <laughs> and so I do what? And she says, that thing that Thomas Edison did. And I said, what did he do? <laughs> and so we had to rewind the video <laughs> and had a hard time finding it, found it again, played it, and he goes, yeah, you can well, tell. I did it really, really well. And so since then, I've been training on it. <laughs> but you know, if, if I could really perfect that like he did, he did it so slick and natural. With, show him how he did it. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. He's got a wink and But and I was care. doing it a little bit faster and bigger. Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme is the yeah. word. <laughs> I'm putting my heart into it. I did too. Okay, so Just anyway, <laughs> we can take some of this learning a little faster. Yes, Sometimes it would be very foolish. And if we authorize this ability in Acellas, then you're going to have to be the person responsible to decide when it will help you and when it doesn't. You can repeat videos in Acellas, and lots of times we need to. So you'll need to... Think about that and see what you think. So you've got a thing in there where you can vote to have the feature or whether you want to vote not to have it. And voting has already begun. People are back there tallying the votes yeah. even as we speak. And so them? in a few minutes, yeah, let's see how we're doing so far. Um, 950 votes yes, 73 votes no. Oh, it's leaning a little bit towards yes. <laughs> but, you know... Tonight's more, young. More votes to come. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay. we're going to look at that. And by the way, I am planning, as soon as we tabulate the vote, to actually turn it on or not turn it on. Oh, yeah? So be ready for right that. Right here? Right on Science Live? Right here live on Science Live. Wow. We're going to do live stuff. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1,033, yes. Okay, well, let's just keep looking at that. Now, meantime, I want to go back to Mr. Edison because uh, he was very interested by what was happening with the telephone. And you remember the guy, Graham Bell? Graham Bell developed his telephone and, and the 
Bell Telephone Company, and it was kind of becoming a big thing. But uh, Thomas Edison had worked for the Telegraph Company, and the Telegraph Company had made these wires all around so that they could suddenly send messages at almost an instantaneous speed clear across the country. And that had completely changed the world because it used to be you'd have to wait a long time for a message to be delivered. And I'm going to do a little bit of a personal thing here. Why don't you talk for a minute? <laughs> we, have a we have a question coming. <laughs> I love that smile. Can you do that again? <laughs> Feels so good. Oh, enjoying life. This is, what we do. this is what we are the music? do. Yeah. We wanted somebody. <laughs> Mr. Vega wants to know if we can actually slow the videos down because it'd be easier to take notes. You know, um, we can slow them down. Can you imagine, though, if we did? My name is Peugeot Monet. Well, she'd probably do it in her deep voice. My name <laughs> is Peugeot. This is one of those nights, guys, at Science Live. <laughs> okay. Something so here awesome. we are. We're back at it. So Thomas Edison is asked by the telegraph company he used to work for if there was some way that he could invent a telephone for them so they could compete. Mm -hmm. And with the telephone, with Bell Telephone, with Alexander Graham Bell. And so he said, sure. And he put his research team of inventioneers on it. And in a year, they had made a telephone that worked better than Bell's telephone, which is really kind of an amazing achievement. And why could they do that? Because they were inventioneers. And one of the things I really want you to take away from our discussion today is inventionary. What are inventioneers? How's it work? Thomas Edison is called the greatest inventor of his time. And he invented a lot of things, has over a 1,000 patents. But he did something beyond just coming up with an idea. And that's going to get into inventioneering. And I want to have you understand what is the difference between a scientist and an inventioneer. And inventioneers are scientists. But there is a special extended capability that we need to have to do inventioneering. And that's one of the things that I learned from my mentor, Bill Lear. He learned from Thomas Edison. And I want to pass that on to you. So it's kind of a neat thing. Well, Thomas Edison made a phone that was better than the one Bell Telephone had made. He did it in a year. But to do so, he had to learn a lot of things about turning sound into electricity and turning electricity, pulsating electricity, back into sound so that he could make a telephone. And in the course of doing that, he came up with this idea and he made a little contraption where he took a needle and mounted it to a piece of metal and then a disc with tin foil on it. 
and he hooked it up to the electric microphone so that when he would talk in the microphone, the needle would make squiggles in the tinfoil as it turned on a little disc. And then he would move the needle back to the beginning, have it turn, and as it went through that tinfoil, you could hear the sound that was spoken. And when he actually did that, it was startling. It was, it was so different to hear yourself recorded, to hear yourself talk. And it made headlines all around the world. It was something really, really amazing, this recorder. Now, the tinfoil didn't last very long. It would wear out, so the recording had to be kind of carefully taken care of or, or it would fade. But that came out of him making a new telephone. And so here's the key. The telegraph company become very, 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 very successful, but then Alexander Graham Bell invented a way you could just talk. And your voice could be heard over the wires. And so they came to Thomas Edison and he was given a mission. It was a mission for him to accomplish. And he couldn't copy Bell because all of Bell's stuff was patented. So he had to invent new ways to do it. And an inventioneer is someone that has been trained and developed the skills to be able to take a challenge, a mission, and do it, make it happen. Change the world tomorrow because of what you do today. That's what inventioneers do. And how do they do it? Well, first of all, they do it with science. You need to have a mastery of science to be able to do inventionary. Of course, you need a little bit more than that, don't you? Invention means that you come up with new ideas, original new ideas. But the earring at the end stands for engineering. Engineering is using math and science to be able to optimize and perfect those inventions in such a way that they can really be put to their full use. Engineering. Engineering is, to me, the science of choosing between all of the different possibilities, settings, and options on an invention to make it really work. When Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, light bulbs had been invented before. The incandescent light bulb. Thomas Edison came along and said he was going to invent a light bulb. And there were, there were already light bulbs, but nobody was using them. They hadn't really caught on. Because a light bulb by itself is a dark piece of round glass. So Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, the socket they go in, the wiring, the generator, the distribution system, the whole thing. And even how to market it, how to make it actually happen. That's inventionary. In our program of Inventioneering at IST, we cover all of those. The science, and then the engineering of the unit, and then the manufacturing production, then the marketing, the sales, and, and the whole thing. And that's what you need to do to make it happen. Thomas Edison said, I am going to free one square mile of New York City from darkness. He said he was going to light up one square mile of New York City, and he did it. It took him just a little over four years, which is amazing, 
but he did it. And when he did that, he completely changed the world. You know, when, when Thomas Edison passed away many years later, the President of the United States got on national radio, and in honor of this inventor that had changed the world so much, at a certain time, he asked everyone to turn off their lights. And they said it was almost eerie. All the lights in New York went dark. All the lights everywhere just went dark as people turned them off for one minute to commemorate the contributions of this incredible inventioneer. And really meant something. But he did more than invent the light bulb. He did many things more. He did this uh, recorder. Later on, he made a recorder that was much more high, high fidelity and that you could actually do music on, the Victrola. And then he even went on and created the very first motion picture, which the one he made, you'd look in this little box and you put these, it looked like a stethoscope headphones on, and you look in there and you get to see a loop that was about a minute. And you see this moving picture, and they were a real sensation and hit. And that's where motion pictures came from. So he did many, many things. And he did it with a thing called inventioneering. And that's what we're wanting to make. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You know what we need to do? We need to find that little clip of him doing that. We though. do. Yeah, we'll show you. Because I like it. We'll call it the Edison Wink. Yes, we will. Approved by Paget. It's kind of a social thing. I have a R wink, which has not been approved in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what she said when I tried? I, I think I got it. She said, okay. that's a twitch. <laughs> so, uh, that's not what got me when Edison did it. No judgment, just not the same. <laughs> what got you? I liked Edison's. Okay, it I was like Edison too. And it was good. Mine's Edison pretty much was the same. Fellow. I think I haven't used. No, maybe he used. No, he used maybe his left used the eye. wrong yeah. eye. Oh. It was his left. <laughs> it was kind of just love. I think I'm getting it. Okay. We're going to have a whole social lesson on that one. All right. Well, we need to take a time out and see how the voting is going. Okay. What, what are we doing so far? We are over a thousand, so. And they're really like That's the how option. old we are? What? Okay. Yes. Mm hmm And? 1,518 won it. And how many say no? 103. Oh, it's it really looks close. like the wants have it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's enough to do it? I do. Should we turn it on? Mm-hmm. Okay, who's ready to turn it on? Matthew, are you ready? Okay. Let it go live. Okay, so wow. we're going to turn it on so you should be seeing it uh, after just a couple minutes here whenever you're doing your lessons in the Sales Academy or we turn on for Power Homeschool. And, um, just like that? You just tell them if it just happens? I'm R. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are R. Yeah, you, you should learn from their example. Be responsive. <laughs> Nervous smiles. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that input. 
And I want you to know that it's very important that you master the material. Uh, we have meetings every day on how to help you learn in such a way that it stays with you too. I learned something when I was very, very young. Do you want to know what it was? I do. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think you do. Okay. When I was in the fifth grade, our teacher gave us a vocabulary list so that we would learn some new words. Mm -hmm. And on one vocabulary list was the word facade. And I learned the meaning of facade. I didn't know that word. A facade is a false front. And I got that right. I got 100% on the vocabulary exam. And I remember that word, and I remember the teacher that assigned it, mm -hmm. Mrs. Menzies. And I remember it, and I've used that word from the fifth grade on because I learned it. And you say, well, why is that a big deal? Well, it's because knowledge sticks with us and it's valuable and it empowers us to do things. Vocabulary is a way of describing how many words you know the meaning of. And I think I know approximately 10 to 12,000 words in Portuguese. Yeah. And all those words, I can tell you what they are in Portuguese. That's not a very big vocabulary. I think I have a little bigger vocabulary in English. The vocabulary that a person has gives them the power to be able to express their thoughts and ideas and hopefully to be able to convince people to support them and do the things they want to do. It's the power to communicate. And vocabulary is a very good thing. We teach vocabulary in our language arts classes. And one of the things that I would like to do would be able to have Aracellus graduates know more words and to know them in a way they could actually use them. And so figuring out tools to help students memorize vocabulary seems like a very worthwhile thing. If you can memorize a certain number of words in one minute, what if we could increase that number to double? Or even 10% more, wouldn't that be great? And the fascinating thing that, that we're learning is the brain can take information if it's properly presented faster and faster. Over the next three years, the Acellus team and I are focused on creating the next generation of Acellus, bigger and better than ever before. And, and some of the things we're doing, and this is going to cost millions of dollars, but the things we're doing are going to make Acellus work better and better and better. And as we get each of these pieces done, we'll be putting it up for you to, to use and try out. Today, we're, we were meeting on third grade math. Um, I've been watching the courses and seeing which ones work best, and I saw a concern that third grade math is getting behind some of our other courses, and when I say getting behind, it, it hasn't got worse. It's just that others are getting better, 
And every time one gets better, then another one's left behind. And so we decided to take on third grade math. In third grade, we learned that if a student doesn't know their math facts, they have a hard time staying up with the teachers during the lectures, and they really fall behind. So we need to make sure the students learn their math facts. Now, some of us, instead of memorizing our math facts, math fact would be like 2 plus 3 is 5. And, and I have that memorized. Let's say 2 plus 3. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You can count them, but that's deriving the answer. That's not memorizing it. Some things you need to memorize. If a teacher is teaching you about fractions in the fifth grade and you don't have your math facts memorized, then you can't follow the teacher. You can't keep up. And then you don't get fractions. And a lot of students don't get fractions. It's one of the big problems in fifth grade education. And they don't because they don't learn their math facts in the first, second, and third grade. So that's something that we've worked on a lot in the past. And those are how we're tackling these challenges and problems. Boy, if you knew how much effort and technology was going into you being effective learners, I think you would you'd really appreciate that. So stay tuned. But you know, no matter how hard we work here, it's just not going to pan out unless you make the effort, unless you want to learn. And creating that desire to learn is our biggest goal here at Science Life trying to show you this information is going to give you power. And, you know, with these new techniques and with the faster videos and everything, this isn't giving you power. This is going to give you superpowers. <laughs> to be an inventioner. And that's exactly what we want, isn't it? It is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're coming down to the finish line here. Uh -huh. Did we get any more votes? I think we did. Okay, let's see. And are we live yet? We're live, we're live. Okay, so you should be able to try this out anytime and see if you can make teachers talk fast. <laughs> so it's 1,696, yes. Okay, good. So, Acellus is a science of accelerating learning and making it more effective. Inventioneering is the special gift and skill of being able to take science and make a science of putting science to work. Today, uh, we heard John talk about string batteries, strings that could store energy. That, to me, was, I've never heard of that before. That was a new technology, and I heard about it for the very first time. As an inventioneer, I can now put that into my bag of tricks to solve problems. And I like to take something like that and I think, what could I do with a string that could work as a battery? What kind of things could we do with that? And when you have a new technology, there are always new opportunities. And the inventioneer that figures out how to do something really clever with that is the one that's really going to make it work. When I made my first computer, there were no personal computers. There wasn't one. Apple, nobody. And I saw that microprocessor, which I put into my hydrogen project, 
to help me accelerate my testing. And when I, when I used it and saw how much power it had, I realized, wow, this is a real computer and it's in one chip. Someday, everybody's gonna have their own computer. And I said that in 1975. Hmm. And I came out with a computer that launched my ability to do all of the other things I wanna do financially. So it is really a good thing, okay? All right, so we're, we're out of time, but I just wanna show you that while you've been accelerating learning tonight, I have been developing my skills. <laughs> oh, no. How was that? No more subtle. I'll keep working on it. You guys work on it too. Thanks so much. Study hard. <laughs>